The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City, it's Stephen To the Late Show, I'm your host Stephen Colbert, and I want to wish a happy Friday to you all. It's so great to be at the end of the week. I don't know if you have any big weekend plans. I have huge plans uh, to not do squat because of the the Omicron pandemic, which of course fundamentally changed the way we all live. In fact, researchers analyzed Americans' Google searches for the past two years and found some interesting trends. For example, shortly after the pandemic began, people started to look for new leisure activities which led to a surge of interest in roller skates and card games. Oh, no better time to learn roller skating. The hospitals are so empty. <laughs> and for more, time, uh, for more time for chores, people started searching for car parts and power tools, followed quickly by a search for lost finger and fan belt, comma, how to find. <laughs> Some trends aren't going anywhere anytime soon. For example, researchers say a strong demand for tequila and sweatpants are here to stay, which is, I don't know. I don't know. I actually think that's a little sad, honestly. Two years in and people are still wearing sweatpants. At home, I'm full Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> of course, some folks are trying to be thoughtful about their pandemic habits, such as friend of the show and self-aware tablecloth, Reese Witherspoon. <laughs> Earlier this week, Witherspoon Instagrammed some habits she's trying to get into, including start the day with a big glass of water, get 10 minutes of outdoor light, and in bed by 10 p.m., no late-night TV binges. Actually, I don't want to correct you, but the CDC recommends getting at least one hour of late-night TV daily anytime between 11.30 and 12.30 on CBS. I'm not the only one who's skeptical. So is TV chef Ina Garten, seen here explaining to the narcotics officer, no, I'm just growing tomatoes. (laughs) Ina responded to Reese's post with her own list of slightly more attainable goals. Stay up late watching addictive streaming series. 
Stay in bed in the morning playing Sudoku instead of reading a good book and drink more large Cosmos. That... That's actually a very healthy goal because for Ina, a large Cosmo is a step down from her usual. <laughs> now, if you're looking for health advice, I'd go to www.nowhereontheinternet.ever. <laughs> the web is full of lies about COVID, and I'll tell you all about the latest nonsense in tonight's edition of Disinformation Station. Dr. Fauci is gonna turn your guns into soy milk. First bit of crazy comes by way of anti-vax nutjob Christopher Key, seen here in a porn knockoff of The Matrix. <laughs> Recently, uh, Key unveiled his strategy for keeping coronavirus at bay when he urged his followers to drink their own urine to avoid COVID. Sounds silly, but there is some science to it. If everybody knows you drink your own pee, they'll stay at least six feet away. <laughs> and... Here's Mr. Key making his case. The antidote that we've seen now, and we have tons and tons of research, is urine therapy. Okay? And I know to a lot of you, a lot of you, this sounds crazy, but guys, God's given us everything we need. Everybody's always said, I'm cray-cray, and I am, but I'm crazy like a fox, okay? Actually, foxes don't drink their own urine, but <laughs> if it helps, you're definitely crazy enough to be on Fox. <laughs> Chris Key. <laughs> That's a good... <laughs> Chris Key was careful not to oversell his credentials. I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not telling anybody to drink their own urine, but I drink my own urine. I've done drink my own urine for the last 23 years, and I'm still alive. I think this is a good time to point out just because something doesn't kill you doesn't mean you should do it. Every day for the past three decades, I've shot myself in the taint with a staple gun. Still alive. <laughs> I just wish I was dead. <laughs> Don't worry. He assured his fans that he doesn't only drink urine. And I drink bleach. <laughs> Wait a second. Urine and chlorine? I know what's going on here. Are you just drinking the contents of a public swimming pool? <laughs> you know what else is good for you? Loose band-aids. <laughs> Lastly, COVID-19 is bringing back one of the oldest and strangest fake cures colloidal silver. Here's how it works. It doesn't. <laughs> well, that hasn't stopped right-wingers like Candace Owens from promoting it. I take colloidal silver every single day. I love colloidal silver. That is a, a great one. Um, and that is another one that people probably know nothing about. Yeah, people know nothing about that one. And when it comes to knowing nothing, she's an expert. <laughs> Those who do know about colloidal silver know that it, one of its side effects can be Argyria, which can turn one's skin a permanent shade of blue-gray. That's right, it could turn you blue. Forget Nicki Minaj's cousin's friend. Take this stuff and you could have actual blue balls. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy, do we have a photo of somebody who actually turned themselves blue with actual colloidal silver? Great Violet Beauregards. <laughs> I gotta say, that new Avatar sequel does not look good. <laughs> Speaking of scam artists... It has been a while since we heard from election conspiracy theorist and waterlogged corpse of Ted Lasso fished out of the Thames, Mike Lindell. Lindell's been clinging to his belief that the 2020 election was rigged tighter than he clings to his pillows. And in an interview recently, he made an extraordinary claim about how many folks are involved. 
I'm more optimistic today than I have been yesterday, the day before that. It, I'm on an incline like this. Why? Because it's so amazing. All the things that we have, we already have all the pieces of the puzzle. And you talk about evidence. We had enough evidence to put everybody in prison for life, 300 and some million people. 300 million people? That's over 90% of the country. This conspiracy doesn't just go all the way to the top. It goes to the bottom and the sides. There are 332 million people in America, including children. So if you do the math, the number of people that Lindell has identified as culpable here is every American age seven and up. So, there you go. So, sorry, six-year-olds. Your parents, grandparents, and older siblings are all going to jail for life. You're on your own. Here's the conch. Get piggy. <laughs> Clearly, 300 million of us will be going to prison. Pill salesman said so. I gotta start working out, get all prison hard. When we do get there, it's gonna be a bit cramped because the federal prison population is about 158,000 at the moment, meaning that each currently serving prisoner would now need to share their cell with 1,900 other people. Okay, so you're gonna wanna call Top Bunk early. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, meanwhile. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back, enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event details on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. John, happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. It's just, it's a, it's a lovely feeling, lovely feeling. Yes. You know, you've gotten through another week. Yes. Take a moment to reflect. That's right. You know, settle right. down. Mm-hmm. Got a fantastic show uh, from Billions. Corey Stoll is here. Oh, yeah. Corey. Bradley Cooper is taking the Colbert questionnaire tonight. Ah, it is, to be uh, known. Yeah, it's what? He will be known after that. He will be fully known after that. That's right. I bet he's going to be good at it. He's really good at a lot of things. Oh, yeah. And those yeah. blue eyes, Ooh. I feel like I need to get on scuba gear before I look in his eyes. You dive right in there. It's like huh? It's like cave diving. It's almost dangerous to go in there. Oh, yeah. I'm afraid I might lose directions and get caught in there. <laughs> anyway, wish me luck. Yeah. Folks, I spent a lot of time right over there, night after night, combing through the day's news, carefully selecting the most topical fragrant herbs and joke-rich allium, delicately stirring them into a satirical stock, bringing the concoction to a breaking news boil before painstakingly editing away the scraps, leaving only the purest, nutrient-rich consomme of comedy that is my nightly monologue, but sometimes... I swept myself awake inside a deflated bouncy castle at a defunct amusement park, <laughs> break into a combination gas station pizza hut where I throw together whatever old hot dogs and repurposed cheese product and get my chapped and cracked hands on. And there, by the cruel light of a pizza warming drawer, I drown the mixture in a can of discontinued Surge from 2002 
before straining it through the grease-soiled beard net to create the festering mop bucket sour mash of news that is my segment. Meanwhile, right there, the life raft, the life raft for America. Meanwhile, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly drank each other's blood and are now engaged. Is that how the kids are doing it now? Back in my day, when you wanted to propose, you took a lady out to dinner, pulled the waiter aside, and tipped him to slip the blood into the tiramisu. <laughs> Fox explained their love, calling Kelly her twin flame, meaning a soul that has ascended into a high enough level that it can be split into two different bodies at the same time. So they are one soul in two different bodies. And after that engagement, one case of hep C. Meanwhile, the post office just delivered a letter from an American soldier in Germany. It was 76 years late. Wow. That poor family has waited 76 years to find out how the war was going. The Nazis are the bad guys? <laughs> Not everyone today remembers that. Meanwhile, unfortunately, Jason Momoa and Lisa Bonet have split up. Yeah, evidently they did not drink enough of each other's blood. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Portland Pickles baseball club canceled a Twitter takeover with their mascot after a picture he tweeted was misinterpreted as him showing fans another part of his pickled anatomy. <laughs> Are they saying he sent a dill pic? How... <laughs> I don't buy it. How dare anyone imply that there's anything phallic how could anyone apply there's anything phallic about this giant pickle-headed pickle? <laughs> but fine, if people are insisting on seeing something dirty everywhere, let's take a look. Okay, there you go. <laughs> yeah, let's toss that pickle back in the barrel. That, that gherkin is not kosher. <laughs> so that photo went up yesterday at 4.45 p.m. At 4.49 p.m., the baseball team announced, we have ended our mascot takeover. <laughs> come to our attention that this photo can be misinterpreted as a disturbing image, Dylan would like to go on record and say that he was trying to give his fans a thumbs up. Okay. Really? That's a thumbs up. The camera is pointed at his crotch and the rest of his hand is cropped out. When you're doing a gesture, the placement of the hand is really important. There's a reason Nixon didn't give the peace sign like this. I'm gonna have to wet my whistle on that one. <laughs> uh -huh. Whistle while you work. Meanwhile, TSA just released its list of unusual confiscated items of 2021. I assume the top item on the list is my dignity. Because <laughs> nothing crushes the spirit like getting your junk knuckle dusted in front of 700 people. <laughs> Among the items on the TSA's confiscated list, bear spray, a machete, fireworks, and a chainsaw. Who is still so unclear on the airplane rules that they think they're getting a chainsaw through security? <laughs> what? It'll be fine. I'll just slip it into that little bowl. <laughs> but my favorite item on the TSA's list of confiscated items, a meth burrito. <laughs> still better for you than Taco Bell. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
Crocs estimates its revenue surged 67% last year because consumers stuck at home over the past 18 months ditched dress shoes for more comfortable footwear, which explains their new slogan, Crocs, shh, just give up. Coming up, Bradley Cooper takes the Colbert Questionnaire. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. You know, Bradley, I, I always have a great time talking to you. It's, it's Me too. You're, uh, you're uh, uh, intelligent, uh, interesting, interested in your own projects, and always have a unique perspective on your work and also present beautiful work to the world. But even for all of that, the fact that we only get to talk like this for, say, 15 minutes at a time means I never truly get to know you. Okay. It happens with so many guests I'd like to know better, which is why the scientists at Late Show Labs have come up with 15 questions that I hold in my hand right here <laughs> that, when asked of a star, right. plumb the depths of that man or woman's soul. Wow. At the end of which, they are known Fully. Are you prepared to take the Colbert questionnaire? Yes, sir. Question number one, Bradley Cooper. What is the best sandwich? Mm. Uh, onion mozzarella sandwich on white bread that my grandfather used to make. What's the one thing you own that you should really throw out? Mm. Uh, my truck. <laughs> What kind of truck are we talking about? Uh, like the Mercedes G55. I should probably get rid of it. Something wrong with it? Well, it's a lot of gas. It's a lot of gas. <laughs> what is the scariest animal? Oh, the Komodo dragon. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just doing the top of well, my I'm head, right? Is that how it works? I understand. Okay. You spend more time on the island of Komodo than most people. <laughs> well, you can eat a cow, can it? Like in one gulp. Anyway. Apples or oranges? Apples. Yes. Have you ever asked someone for their autograph? Yes. Doug McGraw. I was like eight. It was the Ford dealership behind my house. Yeah. Yep. There you go. And I was, yeah. yeah. The, every answer we've gotten is uh, uh, I, a, a male star asking for a sports figure. Really? Yes. Wow. So you're not so unique. <laughs> what do you think happens when we die? Oh, man. You tell me. There are these pearly gates. <laughs> Favorite action movie? Mm. Oof, Blade Runner, is it an action movie? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Window or aisle? Window. <laughs> so you never have to go to the bathroom on a flight? If I do, it's okay. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> I have to, you know, I could do it. Yeah. Favorite smell? Oh, uh, uh, um, uh, like, um, oh, that's a good question. It's, it's a scientific questionnaire. <laughs> I, I, my first thing went to, like, so, I didn't know what it was, like the smell of, like, daisies or something, and then I went right to pizza. So I don't know what that says. Yep. Yeah. Good taste. Least favorite smell? Oh, uh, poo. 
<laughs> Most used app on your phone. Oh, man. App on my phone. You know, I don't know. My app on my phone. I don't know, man. Do you do TikTok? No, no, I'm not do on Do you look social... at Twitter? No, I'm on no social media. Weather? Do you look at the weather app? Oh, yeah. Okay, the weather. <laughs> Cats or dogs? Dogs. Okay. I love animals, but dogs, man. Sure. Dogs are the You greatest. only get one song to listen to for the rest of your Woo! life. What is it? Mahler's Resurrection. Gustav Mahler's Resurrection. Wow, classy answer. Well, I'm doing Bernstein. It's like I'm inundated with classic. There you music. go. What but it's amazing, you know what? Yeah, it's insane. Let's Mahler's hear a little bit. You got any Mahler in yet? You got a little Mahler's I Resurrection? Don't we don't have enough instruments for this. <laughs> All, right. All right. What number am I thinking of? Eight. No. Two. You only get one answer. Uh <laughs> there are no mulligans. There's no mulligans in the question. I don't know, man. I'm going with the flow. All right. Describe the rest of your life in five words. Oh, man. That's two. <laughs> yes, that's five. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's two. two. Yes. <laughs> Bradley Cooper. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are fully known. Coming up, Corey Stone. Calling all benders and non-benders alike. Jump into the epic world of Avatar with your favorite podcast, Avatar, Braving the Elements. Hosted by me, Janet Varney, the voice of Korra on The Legend of Korra. And me, Dante Bosco, the voice of Zuko on The Last Airbender and General Iroh on The Legend of Korra. Each week, we'll recap and discuss another episode of The Last Airbender. I don't know if we've ever talked about it, but... Amazing guests stop by from creators to cast to super fans to chat all things Avatarverse. Are we saying that this is possible in the Avatar universe? Varney, we gotta spread the word. Now fans can also check out our weekly video pods too by subscribing to the official Avatar YouTube channel. That's a lot of fire, isn't it? That's right, we're on video this season, everybody. So whether you're a super fan with encyclopedic knowledge or you're brand new to this incredible world, it's Fire Nation time, Book of Fire. Let's go. Listen to Avatar Brave the Elements wherever you get your podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, you know my guest tonight as an actor from House of Cards, Ant-Man, and Billions. Please welcome Corey Stoll. <laughs> nice to see you again. Thanks for, thanks for being back, man. Thanks for having me back. Now, uh, always, always nice uh, to have a, a true stage actor here on the Broadway stage of the Ed Sullivan Theater, a man who can appreciate a crowd like this. It's, it really, it, it really touches my heart. I haven't been on a stage in two years, and it's, it's just a beautiful, a beautiful place to be. But right before, <laughs> right before COVID closed everything down, uh, you were uh, playing Macbeth. And where, where were you doing this? Uh, at CSC downtown. That's okay. And uh, Classic Shakespeare. Uh, 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 Classic it? Stage Company. Classic Stage Company. Your wife, Nadia Bowers, was playing Lady Macbeth. Here you guys, here you guys are, right there. And uh, awe that's the first is not awe what I've, I've ever seen. The, that's the first awe that Lady Macbeth has ever gotten. <laughs> awe. She's telling him to murder the king. <laughs> And so, what was it like for the two of you as an actual husband and wife to play this, uh, I mean, next to Romeo and Juliet, maybe the most famous couple in Shakespeare? Uh, yeah, and, and just as tragically. Um, 
it was it was it was a delight. I, I, I mean, that awe that you got, um, you know, it, it it fits the whole vibe of of what the experience was when we did it. Um, there was a lot of trepidation at the beginning, like, do we want to do this? Do we want to bring this kind of energy uh, into our marriage and do you bring have kids? it back? Yeah, we have a we have a young boy. Okay, he's six now. He's okay, then, yeah. Did he see the performance? No, he came and he saw a, a fight call once where you, you, know, you okay. go through all the fights. For sure. Uh, just to make sure that uh, it's still in your body. And, uh, oh, he, he thought that was pretty cool. Now, you've done, you've done a fair amount of Shakespeare. You, uh, Troilus and Cressida, Julius Caesar, and Othello. What, what was your first encounter with Shakespeare? I'm always curious, but people who've done a fair amount, when did you first meet Shakespeare, as it were? Uh, my dad was a, uh, a junior high school English teacher growing up. Mm -hmm. And uh, when I was growing up, not when he was growing up. Um, <laughs> and uh, he would, you know, take the students to all these great off-Broadway productions, and, and I would tag along. And, yeah, even, like, starting at a really, you know, young age, 9, 10, uh, seeing Shakespeare and not getting, the, you know, hardly any of it. Mm -hmm. But Do you remember the first thing you saw? I think it was a Hamlet. <laughs> I think I was like 10 in a Hamlet, and the ghost, it had no, it was a zero budget production, and the, the ghost was a flashlight up against the wall. <laughs> and I was mesmerized. I thought it was super cool. Now, your, your, your latest film is actually Shakespeare related, West Side Story, which of course is a, is a modern take on Romeo and Juliet. And. <laughs> you play Lieutenant Shrank. Was this the first time you worked with Steven Spielberg? Yeah. Yeah. What I, I hear he's good. <laughs> what was what was that experience he's like? He's got a future. He's got a future. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's you know he is he loves what he's doing. E every moment of what he's doing when he's on set, and you, you you get a sense that um, he would wouldn't rather be anywhere else in the world. Um, so it was it, and and the whole I'd never seen an ensemble like that. You know I come from you know, quote-unquote, legit theater, you know, no singing. And I think there's a certain snobbery with that, and we think of, you know, uh, musical theater people as, like, catty and, you know, really competitive. <laughs> and it was... It couldn't have been more different. It was the most, like, loving, supportive... Do you uh, sing in it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't want to see that, no. <laughs> Um, I, w I, I wish I, I wish I could add value by singing to the show, but um, okay. You're also in 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 Billions, and and you play a billionaire banker. And is is it fun to play a billionaire? Do you do you get nice clothes? And is it nice locations and everything? Because imagine it's you know more comfortable than playing a, a Dust Bowl Oki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the clothes are incredible, but. You know, after, you know, we start, we, we were filming and we had to shut down for the pandemic and then we waited a year and... How far were you into the season? We were about eight episodes in and then okay. we had about four left. And, uh, you know, I had been wearing pajamas like the rest of the world for a year. Sure. <laughs> if you're lucky. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, coming back into these structured suits uh, was, uh, it was a little, it was a rude awakening. <laughs> We, we have a clip here. Can you tell me what's happening? It's, it's you uh, and... Uh, Paul Giamatti. Paul, exactly. Uh, who plays Chuck Rhodes, who's the uh, New York State Attorney General. And I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Uh, I, I sort of betrayed him at the end of the last 
season, and I'm trying to make amends. All right. Jim? So you become a modern-day Cincinnatus, leaving matters of state for the plow. No. Merely needed a break, a recharge. I imagine you feel there's unfinished business with me. But I'm unlike the man who came before me. I will never give you a legal opening because I do not break the law. Billionaires break the laws of decency, even while obeying the letter. By definition, having that much is criminal. A point much open to debate. But I can be your ally. Now... Fairly recently, I don't know if it's been one yet, fairly recently there was, a, there was like a Powerball out there that was some, like almost $600 million. It might still, I don't know if people, anybody's won it yet. You ever fantasize about winning the lottery? And like, what would you, what would you do with a billion yourself? I, I'm, I'm like a very bad fantasizer about getting rich. I even, yeah, I, well, I, I, whenever the, the lottery gets really high, I, uh, I, I have a little moment of fantasizing about it. And then I think... Oh, I'd get a really nice apartment, and I'd, you know, invite my whole family to some tropical island, and then the shame spiral begins, and I just think about all the, <laughs> all the other people that should have that money, and even this just exercise of fantasy, I, I uh, it, 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 I, I ruin it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. I know, doesn't that suck? <laughs> well, in that case, for your own sake, I hope you never get a billion dollars. Thank you. Because I wouldn't want you to feel I wouldn't that. know what to do with it. Please. Corey, it's lovely to see you again. Thank you, you so too. much for being here. <laughs> Season six of Billions premieres January 23rd on Showtime. Corey Stoll, everybody. Coming up, Stephen answers audience questions. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. The Daily Show podcast has everything you need to stay on top of today's news and pop culture. You get hilarious satirical takes on entertainment, politics, sports, and more from John and the team of correspondents and contributors. The podcast also has content you can't get anywhere else, like extended interviews and a roundup of the weekly headlines. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, wherever you get your podcasts. Every, every night before taping, I come out here and take questions from the audience. No question is too personal. No answer is too dumb. And we record all of that for you to watch. Jim? <laughs> uh, yes, sir, right there. Are you from North Carolina? Hey. Uh... Baby, I'm so sorry as I can be. I'm as sorry as I can be. You guys got a lot going for you. I love North Carolina. I love the mountains. I love, I love the Outer Banks. Uh, uh, I got a lot of friends in North Carolina. Don't get me wrong, and I'm as sorry as I can be. But that <laughs> you call barbecue. <laughs> Here's the thing. It's good. North Carolina barbecue is good. And then you put that vinegar sauce on it and ruin perfectly good. Just why don't you just rub mayonnaise on it? I don't understand. I will see you in hell. All right. <laughs> Anybody over? Yes, in the way back. Yes, sir. So when you're in the city, what do you miss most about South Carolina? 
When I'm up here, what do I miss about what's down there? I like to fish. I miss, I miss being on the water. I miss the better stars at night. Um, I miss um, people know how to cook shrimp down there. Man, if you're from shrimp country, and John, you know, if you're from shrimp company, you go someplace and they don't know how to cook shrimp, you're like, what did you do to these beautiful shrimp? You could bow, you could use them as a handball most of the places you go, but you gotta like, you just gotta, you gotta be so gentle with those shrimp. You just gotta, you just gotta, you just gotta ease them into the steam. That's what you gotta do. I'll tell you what, people down there also know not to serve shrimp with the tail on if there's a sauce involved. If there's a sauce involved, I'm supposed to go in there with my bare hands and take the tail off that shrimp. There is not nowhere in the 843 area code of South Carolina is anybody dumb enough to leave a tail on a shrimp if there's a sauce. <laughs> I'm furious. Furious. I'm mad. Uh, anybody? Yes, sir, in the front row. Yeah, yeah. What? Yes? A perfect pizza? Well, you know, the old saying is pizza's like sex. Even when it's bad, it's pretty good. Um... But uh, I don't know. For me, I go two ways on this. Also, just like sex. Um, uh, I like just a plain. I just like it plain. Also, <laughs> just plain, baby. Don't, don't complicate it. Don't complicate it, okay? But if you really want to know, like, if if like gun to my head, what's the pizza I want? I like uh, prosciutto. A thin sliced prosciutto and uh, caramelized onion. That's my that's my that's my jam. That'll do it. And that'll just put me down. That'll put me down like a Labrador with hip dysplasia. They will just. I'm down. Ma'am, right there. I saw you first. I'm wondering if you'll reconsider growing your mustache. <laughs> okay, let's take a quick vote. Who here? is in favor of the mustache. Yeah. Who here is opposed to the mustache? Yeah, yeah Evie, Evie hates it. So that's why it went away. Um, I... No, no, because then you have this and the goatee, then you look like you're prepping for your Viagra commercial. <laughs> Like I have a dad band or something like that, because it's still just going to be all white. It's all going to be white. This is not dyed, no matter what my sister says. This is not dyed. I'm very great at the temples, but from here down, Anderson Cooper. All right. <laughs> yes, sir. Steven, are you excited for the new Lord of the Rings show? Uh oh. Are you going to be on it at all? I cannot reveal whether I'm going to be on the show, and I'm super excited about it because they only released one. They've released one photo so far. And that's of, it clearly appears to be uh, the, the, the city of Tyrion upon Tuna, which is where the, 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 the Valar live with the high elves. <laughs> and the two trees are there, uh, Laurelin and Talperion, the two trees, one golden and one silver, in the light of which was captured in the three Silmarils by Fionor and then stolen by Morgoth. <laughs> originally called Melkor and Ungoliant, who actually poisoned the two trees, and then they fled uh, back to Middle-earth to go to Angband. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not enough. It's not nearly enough. It's not nearly enough. Who said that? Who said that? Oh, okay. You seem like a nice old fella. I'm afraid you're gonna have to get the out. <laughs> 
This has been the Late Show Poncho with Stephen Colbert. If you're enjoying the Late Show Pod Show, leave us a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Watch the Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11:35, 10:35 Central on CBS and Paramount Plus. And for more exclusive Late Show content, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and subscribe to the Late Show on YouTube. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. You never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.